This is how we do. We hit you up with the comic book reviews. This is how we do. We hit you up with the TV shows too. This is how we do. When you hang with the one month later crew, this is how we do. Just kick back and let us entertain you. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. We're one month later. Um, thank you for joining us. If you're not here through Twitch, make sure you go to Twitch and follow us so you can see the live. But other than that, thank you for following us. If you are here on Twitch, uh, go to YouTube. Make sure you follow us and like us there. Get the notifications of when we're on uh, podcasts. If you like to listen to those, we're also on Spotify. We're also on Apple, Google, and Anchor. So. Without further ado, we're going to do WandaVision number six. A great episode again. Yet again, it just keeps getting better and better. So all the people that said the first two episodes suck, please log off. Don't don't watch the rest. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> no, but no, for real, thank you. Also, I want to say thank you to the rest of my crew here because you guys are awesome. I love seeing articles about things that you guys talked about way before. Like t- today I saw an article about Blue Marvel. This morning, and Carlos talked about that. What was it last week or two weeks ago? Last two, week, oh, two, two weeks. Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks. That's what two I said. I, I saw he that. Hinted it, and then we elaborated on it. Exactly. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like, "Man, see, I would have never even known who Blue Marvel is. It, it's awesome. I really thank you guys for for joining and doing this with me. Good stuff. Um, we're gonna get into part one. It's gonna be just our reviews, what we liked, what we didn't like, things like that. Part two is going to be possible theories of how it's going to go. And part three is questions from the group, from, from us, or questions in the chat, whatever whatever works, whatever we find, and then we'll wrap it up. So starting it off, I'll, I'll go with the things that I noticed in this episode as, as we were watching. Um, one of the main things is just me, uh, personal to me, is the accent was brought up when she was talking to Pietro. Is that she's like, where'd your accent go and stuff? And that just goes back to me not being convinced that it was Wanda who came out of the dome. Because when Wanda came out, her accent came out. And she, so I'm thinking it was somebody who doesn't know that she doesn't really use her accent anymore. I know that's kind of a stretch, but I think, I don't think that was Wanda. I think that was whoever Agnes or, or possibly here we go, Mephisto. Who knows? I don't know. But the fact that they brought up the accent, I, really, I was really happy about it. Uh, and I hope I'm right there. That moves me to Agnes. I don't think Agnes is a victim here. She's playing the victim. She's being crazy, but she's the only one that talked back to uh, to Vision. And my wife pointed it out. It's like nobody else talked back. Nobody else said anything. And Agnes was at the edge, the farthest at the edge than anybody else, and she still was able to respond to him. And I think that she's just rallying him up. She's just poking the bear. She's like, hey, you're dead. You're dead. Like, she didn't have to yell, you're dead five times, you know? Like, so I'm thinking she's still, if she's not Mephisto or anything like that, she's somebody who is trying to push Wanda's buttons. You know, so that's, that's the next thing. Also, talking about people, I'm still not fully convinced Hayward is a bad guy. I think he's just an idiot. like monica called it out like you're being a coward for the last five years you you're reacting to this emotionally while monica's over here reacting it to uh logically saying hey we need to fix this find a way to fix this for everyone safely 
while Hayward is just, we need to kill her. And that's that's just so stupid. He's scared. I don't think he's a bad guy. Like, all signs point to yes, he's a bad guy. He's going to be some Hydra shit. I read an article that said he's going to be something to do with uh, Ultron. I don't know. But I just think he's an idiot. I don't think he's bad. And it's kind of messed up that all the sword people left Darcy behind because sword technically is supposed to be for the people, right? Like, kind of like the police. But then as soon as things went bad, they were like, uh, I'm out. And <laughs> they didn't even try to help anybody. But the next thing, one of the little like references that I caught was I, loved, I liked it when Pietro yelled out, go unleash hell, demon spawn. That was kind of funny because uh, Mephisto, once again, <laughs> once again, Mephisto. We won't talk about Mephisto. <laughs> okay, the demon spawn. Demon. There you go. And uh, my, my last little thing that I noticed is just, and we said this last week, Pietro doesn't seem like it's going to actually be Pietro. I don't think it's Mephisto. It might be, but I don't think it is. I read something that it might be. Uh, hello to uh, Tron Dreamer. Thank you for coming in the chat. Anyways, it might be some someone called Nightmare. I don't know who that is though, so I'm not gonna elaborate on that. Maybe Ooh. one of you guys can can definitely go into that. I can already tell you're definitely gonna go into it. But I read like a little something that it could be Nightmare because of the whole commercial with your your magic uh, feeding off. Like I survive off of your magic. You know your magic. But I don't know. Um, but Pietro is asking a lot of questions, a lot of, like, yeah, you can trust me. It's fine. It's like, you, you, I'm your brother. You can tell me anything. And, but he really wants to know how she started this. Why does he care? You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's very, very sus. I don't like to say that, but it's very sus that he's asking about how she started this. You know, and then and then yeah, he's like a little bit of a dick. It's like, oh, you can't, your husband can't die twice. That was <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, this is the first episode since episode one that I've had a negative for the episode. I have a couple of negatives actually. One, one, and it, they're they're little tiny things and probably personal to me, but the, it's just first one, Darcy. Give me a couple seconds and I'm gonna hack right into this secure network, blah blah. And she goes, and then, and then she's in. I'm like, Joe, stop, that's not how it works. And then on that same note, Jimmy Woo, I don't know, they stole a, a, a Humvee, right? Because if yeah. they stole a Humvee, Jimmy Woo's like, oh yeah, we can just hotwire a car. And if, it, if the Humvees are anything like I remember them to be, Anyone can steal them. You don't need keys. You just need to learn how to turn them off. <laughs> like, you, know, you can't hotwire a Humvee. So <laughs> that, that just like me as, as, as knowing that, I was like, ah, that's, come on, Jimmy. You know better. Um, Vision pissed me off. Vision, walking around, seeing everybody just like quiet, not moving. And he already knows that in order for them to come out and talk to him about what's actually going on, he needs to do what he did to Norm, right? But he goes up to him. Nobody's moving. Nobody's moved for, for who knows how long he, it took him to walk up that cul-de-sac. And he goes up to the old lady and just like, hey, are these your kids? Like, why are you talking to them? It's like, <laughs> like you, you know they're not doing anything. Come on, man. Just go straight to their head, do your little thing, and ask the questions you need to ask. It just, I was just like, stop trying to build this moment. We already have it. Like, come on. Keep it going, keep it going. And then my last negative is something that, that Matt's going to go into, but it's just, I, so I didn't think of this initially. It took me talking to you guys, but 
whenever they mentioned Monica's molecular structure, all that stuff, I wasn't too happy about it, especially when I saw that the, the field was getting bigger. I was like, no, you, you can't make the field bigger and, and, and then include Darcy in that. But I thought for, at first I thought it was only going to be Darcy that goes into the, into the dome. And if that was the case, I was mad because I was like, oh, so now you have to give Darcy powers. And then I saw a bunch of other people going in and I was like, oh, well, now you have to give all these people powers. You know, you can't just say something and then take it back. It pissed me off. Not even thinking about mutants or anything like that. I, that didn't even cross my mind. I was just pissed. I was like, you're going to give all these random people powers. And that, I don't know. Now I'm thinking all oh, the whole world's going to be enveloped for at least a split second. Who knows what people that are pregnant. That's one of my questions that I'll bring up in the third part. But my question... I had a friend text me and he's, he asked me a question. And I was like, you're stupid. Go read a book. At the same time, I was like, oh, oh, wait, that's actually a good point. He asked me, are these the first children born with powers in the MCU? That we know of? That I know of? Yeah, they are the first children born with powers, which is exactly what mutants are. I'm excited. That, that really hyped me up inside. I was just like, oh is and that is kind of a showing you my wife said if if my theory that the whole world is going to be enveloped in this in this dome at least for a split second or so my wife said that anyone who's pregnant time will feel those changes and i was like that's actually really smart instead of like making random adults and stuff anyone who's currently pregnant would, would have would have a baby with the x gene that'd be bad in my in my personal opinion i would love that but those are just the things that I noticed, and uh, I'll give it to, uh, give it to. Oh yeah, no, uh, last thing. It's been in our face since episode three about this. Like, oh, the whole radiation thing. Like, it's been right there since episode three about the whole extreme. Anyways, Matt, go ahead and do your thing. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good episode. I, well, I actually enjoyed it a little bit better than um, last week's. But there are, like you were saying, there are things that you can nitpick at it, like. Like either Hayward is the bad guy, and they're really trying to show that. But I feel like they're trying. It's either they're trying to steer us off, or he's the bad guy because the way they're pushing him, it, it's either they're trying to convince the stupid people out there that hey, this is our bad guy, <laughs> or they're just trying to say hey, let's make people think that this is the bad guy. So I don't know what's going on there. But um, yeah, the Darcy hacking thing, same thing. Like, <laughs> what a shit system they've got if she can just hack him like that. Like, surely something will pop up and they'll, they'll grab her and that. But I don't know what's going on there. And then um, the Jimmy and Monica, if you actually watch that scene, there's actually guards walking past them as they're knocking them out. And I'm thinking, well, if they're knocking them out there, and I'm sure those guards would be able to see that or hear them. Um, and then the same thing is just hot water in the car. Like, there's just little things to nip, nip at in this episode. But um, Agnes as well, like, uh, I don't know. It's like, I feel that they're trying to push Vision out of that Circle. They want him out so they can get the body. Um, and I think Agnes is probably working sword. I don't know about all these theories about Mephisto and that. Um, but Jimmy, seeing Jimmy fight, that's like the first time I've ever seen him fight. So, like, I, I, I was like, him so funny and a comedian guy, you'd think the guy can't even fight. Like, I did not expect him to throw a hook and kick ass. It's like, hang on, man, I haven't seen you throw a punch once. Oh, yeah, kick it. It's so, awesome. it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just little things that just this episode kind of, but. You know, it does make up for it. The the old school references of the um, outfits were, were really good. Like, 
Um, this is the first time I watched the episode. My missus, I was pausing it, jumping on, showing her the um, you know, the comics off the phone, saying, "Oh, see this what look," and explaining everything there. Um, our theories about him being like on the X Men world, I think, is just yeah. a recast, and I feel sorry for the other actor. Um, I don't know if people realise, but they were in Kick-Ass together, him and the original actor, and um, there was a, I swear she said Kick-Ass, yeah, like one of the yeah, lines. Just said kick now, I don't know if they'll take a reference to that, but um, yeah, he's he's definitely definitely just a recast, and he's not going to be from the X-Men world, but yeah, it was, it was a solid solid episode this week, so I liked it. Um, I'm hating these fucking cliffhanger endings. I don't know if that's going to fall on their sword, because, you know what I mean, you keep doing all these great cliffhanger endings, and then the last episode, you last season episode, you need to deliver, you know what I mean? If you, they don't deliver us something big, ending everything like this, it's going to end up being a flop. But also, lastly, the character development of these two, you know what I mean? They were like, you never thought of them when you thought of the Avengers yeah. films and all that. You always think Iron Man, Captain America. These guys were never on your radar. I think maybe they're going to be the next ones to carry on through the next phase and trying to make you fall in love with these guys. And it's the same. I think that's what these shows are all going to be like. They're pushing. These are the ones we want you to talk about and enjoy over the next phases. So it's good to see that they're getting a lot of the limelight. And um, I'll pass it on to who wants to go. Let's go. We'll go Nuno, hey? That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. We have an ongoing beef, me, me and Matt, but we're not going to discuss that during the podcast. We're going to handle that like men. Somewhere in between America and Australia, we'll meet in the middle somewhere. Hawaii, I'm assuming. Anyway, hey, this episode was pretty epic. I mean, even though uh, my rating is going to be dropping a little bit from last week, spoiler alert, but uh, I enjoyed it overall. Uh, I love the Malcolm in the Middle uh, beginning, and I love how the kids broke the third wall. They talking the stuff. So I feel like that's a little bit of an intro to Deadpool, too, because Deadpool is going to be doing that a lot. So they're giving us a taste of that, and it's going along with the theme. Um, I really liked um, how Vision was like, oh, there's nothing in here uh, but Halloween clothes. Oh, but don't worry. Like, I liked it. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, okay, honey. So that was really cool. I like that. He's already catching on quickly. Mm -hmm. He's learning what needs to happen. It's kind of like one of those like horror movies when you're waking up every day and your day is the same, so you try to do different things. So I feel like that's kind of what's happening to him. He's waking up every day. Some things are the same, some aren't, and he's just trying to you know go about it. Uh, Pietro was pretty cool. I like the X-Men references, like the original costume, I mean, from like the Brotherhood. Uh, I like how one of the kids levitates towards the brother, boom, like he gets speed powers all of a sudden. And how another kid levitates to his mom and boom, all of a sudden he has her powers. So like they manifested powers, really whatever they like, like at this point, in my opinion, if there was like a, a you know, Wolverine or a Cyclops, they could have manifested like shooting beams or claws, you know what I mean? Cause that, that's how powerful it was in that dome. Uh, I really wasn't enjoying what was going on outside. I have to totally agree with Matt and Manny. It was totally like, I, don't get me wrong, I always like to see the underdogs that are not superheroes win because that's why I'm a big fan of the boys because you get, get to see a bunch of humans kicking butt. But it just didn't seem realistic. Like they're beating up everybody, stealing a Humvee, and like she's, ha the first thing I said, she's hacking. Like, uh, like top flight intelligence in like 30 seconds. But my wife said she is like a, a superhero hacker. Like if there's, you know what I mean? So she is like a hacker. That's, you got to admit that though. You know what I mean? In this universe, she is like that superhero hacker. So that's that. 
Um, I loved seeing Vision get snapped away because we didn't get to see him actually get snapped away in the snap. He died. So we got to see him kind of like falling apart, which was kind of like a snap reference to me. Like he was snapping away. And uh, I liked that he only cared about uh, the people inside. He didn't care about himself, which almost makes, makes you believe that he's come to terms with being dead. He just needs to get these people out. So he's saying help the people. He's saying help. And you're thinking like, yeah, go help Vision. Nah, yeah. don't help him. Help the people inside. He don't care that he fallen apart. Uh, but it has, I have a few more here's and there's, but I'm gonna save it to mix it into the theories and I'll just pass it on to, uh, I'll pass, excuse me, I'll pass it along to Nick and let's go. All right. Let's get it. All right, so let me pull up my notes because I actually wrote notes. Um, <laughs> I personally really enjoyed this episode from beginning to end like and like i didn't know what to expect in this episode you no know, i've liked them all except for the first two but that intro and like how they broke the third wall like how nuno mentioned dude i was like okay i'm i'm in this like this is this is this is so cool um i really enjoyed you know the, the halloween costumes are so like on point and really like i know we've known this was going to happen it's been teased and they made you know pops and stuff about it and we knew but we didn't know about like the kids and the mm -hmm. fact that you know they're wearing wiccan and kind of speed's costume like it's not it's just kind of like him mimicking quicksilver but but billy is wearing the, the Wiccan costume. He's yeah. got the Wiccan costume on. Like, dead ass. Like, that's his costume when he becomes a superhero. And the fact that they develop and show their powers was really cool. And I liked, like, the character development with them was really quick, but it was also really precise. And the way they built these kids up was really good. And I really enjoyed that they aren't, like, carbon copies but like they have really nice personalities and they're it's really fun to watch them because they add to the plot and it's really interesting because it could just be like mom dad i can run <laughs> like like it's really cool how like they're taking notes from their characters but they're also like you know being utilized properly um we finally got to see the depth of what is really going on with the dome because we haven't really known known how big the town was and how big the dome was and we finally got to see how just this is a huge town this is like a city almost this is like a a huge this isn't just one like like small little, little village this is a big area like i didn't realize how big and we get to see like what's going on around the border and how the farther you get away from her from wanda the it's still she's still controlling the reality but it's kind of like okay i've changed this but everyone's just kind of paused there's no activity like mm -hmm. these people are still suffering and like i said last week like you're here you like we saw norm suffer like you're really seeing these, like, the people the lady cry like you're really seeing the impact of what is going on and how it's affecting people and I thought that was really interesting because to this point, like as issue it, episodes have gotten have gone up, we've gotten to see more and more of the town. And obviously, this is the first time we've seen any of these kids. So where have these kids been? 
Has she like just kind of wiped them and then she brought them back, or does she create create them all? And Pietro mentions that. Like, it's very strange how that now that they're using Pietro to poke at the holes and the theories. But I also really enjoyed how they tied Pietro's recast in. How they're like, well, I remember getting shot, and then I was all of a sudden you called me, and I was here in this body. And like, I thought that's like a really, it's still, I have a lot of questions, but it's still a really good way to play on um, this whole thing and this recast and explaining it. Because like, obviously we thought, oh, maybe, you know, this is going to connect it to the other, to the Fox movies. But, you know, thinking that like his soul just kind of got swapped or whatever, or he got reincarnated or however she pulled him, you know, pulled it his existing body from this universe and his soul from that universe, whatever. It just added a little bit more, like, um, what's the word? Added more layers to it. And it wasn't just like, oh, like, it's just the guy from the X-Men movies. It added some more character development. And what else did I want to talk about? Uh, talked about Arias, talked about the Wiccan at, uh... And Nick, what does she call Vision? She said, my suit is a, like, a traditional, like, a Soviet, whatever, outfit, yeah. fortune color. Yeah. What was Vision, real quick? He's a Mexican wrestler. Mexican wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Le gusta carne con chile. Right, and luchador. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, okay, so, um, obviously Vision, we're getting to see, Vision knows what's going on. But, like, it's still, like, having to fight off Wanda. Because he's not a real human being. So, I guess it's a, allowing him to really see through the, the ruse. But he's still having to fight through it because of how much power she's putting out. Um, but my, my, you know, away from the theories. But um, I want to know, who the heck is Monica's contact? Who's <laughs> contact? Um, I'm pretty sure, like the the director of Sword. I'm pretty sure this is aim. This is aim. I'm pretty sure he's taken Sword, and this becomes aim, or is already aim. Um, and the other thing I want to say before I hand it off is, um, is about the neighbor. Uh, what's what's her name? What's her name? Agnes. Uh, Agnes. Agnes. Um. For sure, we all have been like, oh, she's Mephisto. And I even said it. Maybe she's Mephisto. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she's not because of what went down. But I think she's some other character. And that's why she's able to fight it. But I'll wait until the theories because I got a bunch, I got like three major theories. So I won't spoil anything. But I'm moving on. Uh, who's going next? Better call them. This all is right, like... Uh, I- uh, it's like when you're in elementary school and you're playing dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I actually really uh, enjoy this episode, and the reason being is because Marvel is not holding back in addressing all of the questions that I think they preemptively knew that people were going to have. Uh, starting off with Quicksilver, right? The moment that he was introduced in last episode, we thought. Is he quick? Is he quick? Silver? Is he not? Uh, is he going to use his powers from 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 the opening scene? You see him speed into the house, and that immediately 
you know, got me thinking, holy shit, he is Quicksilver, he's using his powers, and we got to see that from the very beginning. And I enjoyed that. This episode doesn't feel like a filler because, again, it's addressing a lot of those, you know, questions or, 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 or thoughts that we had as fans. Introducing the Wiccan costume, and like Nick said, not really the speed costume, but basically it, it is. I mean, just throwing that from, from the very beginning is big. And I can't really think of a show where you just get more and more stuff without having to wait six, seven episodes. And it just feels like Marvel is just packing on, you know, the action and just, and just packing on all of these. I guess you could say, uh, you know, um, i say fan service, I guess, in, in a way. And I really enjoy that about, about this episode. Another thing that I enjoyed about this episode is, like I've been saying from the very beginning, when the show felt like it was corny and that it was just too 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 friendly or too you know like I guess cheesy. Disney. <laughs> yeah, from to a Disney from from the very beginning, you start seeing those layers of that uh, that uneasiness that there's something you know sinister and something just not quite right. Uh, um you know, below the, the, the surface of what's happening. And you see that, I think, in this episode, where it has the highest impact, where it just has, like, a gut punch. When you see people stuck in loops, you see some of the people in town, you know, crying silently. Like, that's some disturbing, you know, stuff. Psychologically, I can, you know, only imagine what these people are, are, are going through. And it's this idea that, you know, Wanda in a sense, is kind of, she is kind of losing it. And she's not really thinking about how this is affecting all of the people in, in, in the town. So I really enjoyed that we're seeing this dark path and that we're seeing, you know, the real, uh, the real cracks in this perfect reality that she's created. So I really enjoyed that. Um, another thing that I uh, enjoyed is that it's set, that each episode, including this one, sets up so many more questions, but they're not questions that make you feel frustrated. Because a lot of times in a lot of shows, you 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 end an episode and you think, man, I have so many quick, I have so many questions, but they don't make sense. Nothing's getting answers. Uh, I feel like Marvel's providing answers and setting you up for questions that you get excited for. Um, some of the some of the things that I noticed in in this episode. Now, looking back at the, the previous episodes and the previous commercials, the commercial in this uh, one with the, uh, what's the, uh, Yo Magic, right? Yeah. I think it was called? Yeah. What, what, I, what I noticed is that the commercials are almost like a timeline or I guess a moment in, uh, a moment in Wanda's life where she's had major events. The first... Uh, commercial where it was um the uh toaster uh commercial I, I i still think that that signifies you know her being trapped underneath the rubble with uh the stark um you know bomb waiting to to go off and that had a huge impact which made her want to get revenge you know on the avengers join ultron the next uh um commercial was the one with the uh watch the hydro watch and that was basically, you know, the time that she spent under Von Strucker, where she developed her uh, powers and how she was used basically for uh, experimentation. And then you jump to, you know, the uh, 
the uh, episode where it was uh, what was it? It was the yeah yeah bubbles. I I thought it was the the yeah it, it was it was the, wipes and then the shark. Exactly, it was the uh, bowl bath, and that was her, you know, kind of cleansing herself of the influence that Hydra had on her. And then you get to the wipes, and the liquid was specifically red, and that signifies the event that ended up happening in in Lagos, right? Where she first, you know, kind of ended up losing control of her powers. And now we get the Yo Magic commercial, and that was disturbing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It made you feel uh, uneasy and almost that you know witchcraft kind of you know thing, and I think that this signifies her losing her grasp uh, on reality because of the grief that she's feeling, and no matter how much she tries you know to you know feed herself in in a way, she can't quite actually you know bring herself to uh, you know find find happiness, find that you know nourishment, I guess. To your and to that, your point. Carlos uh, Tron Dreamer here is saying that her brother told, or their brother told uh, them that the commercials would be part of Wanda's conscious, and that maybe that's a part of them that she's remembering from the past, part of stuff that she's remembering from her past. Exactly. Yes. It, it, exactly. And I think that all of that, you know, ties in. And uh, he has, or she has, uh, an extremely valid point. And that, and that's kind of where I think that the commercials are, you know, coming from. So I enjoy that, and I think that it's just creating an overall better picture of you know where Wanda is and where she is heading. And I think that she is heading towards the path of maybe not a House of M type of you know event, but the fact that this barrier and this you know uh, uh, reality is only getting bigger. I think that that's setting up the possibility for you know a crack in reality. And there's a lot of theories that I have, you know. Um, regarding that, uh, so I can't wait for that for that section. Uh, just some of the questions that I have for later on are: Who was the you know person in 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 Witsec, in Witness Protection that Jimmy that Jimmy was even there to you know like find out what what happened to them? Uh, you know why is it that they got a uh, distress signal and the fact that they ended up being in the exact spot that Wanda ha- happens to be with. That can be a coincidence, and I feel like you know, with so much happening, everyone's forgotten, and everyone's put that on the back burner. But that's one of the biggest questions that I have. Um, I have a theory uh, regarding Vision's body, but again, we'll get back to that later. I'm very interested in this uh, cataract program, um, so I have some theories, you know, uh, behind that. Just some of the observations that I that that I saw, and kind of like uh, was it unique that that mentioned uh, Agnes. Make, you know, making it towards the the end and yeah. and yeah, so I'm completely with you on that. I don't think she's Mephisto. I don't think that she's you know a villain. I really do think that she is gonna you know be. Well, I I think she's a villain, but I think she's like a like a antihero kind of character. Okay, gotcha. I don't want to spoil who I think it is. Yeah, all right, wait. gotcha. But I definitely think that there is so much more to her. Because of the fact that, like we mentioned in you know previous uh, episodes, she's the only one that notices, you know, what's going on without having to be, uh, w- without having vision, you know, break, I guess, the the reality or the spell, um, and she just notices a lot of you know things, and I think that there's she, a lot. she also doesn't talk much different hmm. when vision went like this, exactly. when Norm completely had a completely different personality. 
Exactly. So that's one of the observations that I had. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed this episode because, again, it just keeps on building that hype. Um, and it just doesn't feel like a filler episode. I, I, I feel like it adds you know, to the overall uh, journey that Wanda is, is on and just opens you up to, you know, wanting to have more of these questions answered. So, yeah, overall, great episode. Uh, Carlo, what do you got? I think if this was made in the 70s, that's the type of outfits that they would have. So it's like, it's not low budget, but it's like uh, Spider-Man from the 70s costumes where it's kind of eh. Um, I love the, the Monica and Jimmy fight scene. I was not expecting that. That was like, um, I mean, action packed, something that this episode lacked. Uh, it wasn't a filler, it didn't move the story forward. But um, yeah, it was kind of slow. It didn't make me jump out on my couch like last episode. Uh, it did make me chuckle a couple of times, but eh, no, nothing too exciting. Uh, I love that uh, here, like that lady, she's like stuck and doing uh, this with a clothespin, and she's like crying. That was uh, totally creepy and awkward. Just on that part, sorry. Did you just notice the guy behind her? The yeah, the jack o' lantern. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed that the second time I saw it, <laughs> not the first time. Uh, so that had like Get Out vibes. Uh, Get Out was a wonderful horror movie, mm-hmm. and that was like totally. Uh, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I saw that um, X Men. I, I said it to you guys that scene where uh, Pietro goes through the house, and he's like so cool. He even has that '80s song, and <laughs> he's doing the moonwalk, and he's taking a sip out of the can, like showing how fast and cool he is. And it carries on to this episode. The the kids they want to be like him. They say, "Oh, that's cool. It's not lame." And then the kid changes his mind. Yeah, that is kind of lame, <laughs> but they want to be like Pietro, and like, he's so cool. Uh, the kick-ass reference. I knew there was something there. I had to Google this. Like, I don't, I don't get that <laughs> reference, but there's something there. Uh, so that was pretty cool. That both actors that played Pietro were in the kick-ass movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, so Agnes, she's at the border of the dome. Why? Why? I'll tell you why. Because she just wants to lure Vision. I'll tell you why. She wants to lure Vision out there because she's, she's pushing buttons. And she's out. doing that. I'm not convinced that she's like she was faking it. Um, so she was trust. Maybe she's working with Hayward. They want to use his like weapon uh, capabilities. That's why Hayward was tracking him. He's not tracking uh, Wanda or anybody else. He's just tracking uh, Vision. They they want to use it as a as a weapon. Uh, when Wanda had those red eyes, when she closed her eyes, I got excited because I thought she was going to go full Dark Phoenix mode. But you don't go full Dark Phoenix mode yet. You say that for the later episodes where it's like closer to like that's like season finale type of stuff. So I was kind of let down. But you know what? I'll, I'll be patient. I'll wait for when she does go full Dark Phoenix mode and she tears everybody up to pieces. I just dropped my phone. That's okay. Uh, so Darcy, yeah, I agree that her, her that her superpower is like like Oracle. She's like a computer hacker, and that's like one of like Oracle's wheelchairs. She can't do much, but she can hack any freaking computer. She's like badass. And same with Darcy. I don't like her. She's annoying, but that's her superpower. Uh, so. In the comic books from like the 60s, Wanda defeats uh, Dormammu 
that guy right there, and then uh, never mind. I'm I'm jumping ahead, but it's kind of, that's kind of part review, kind of theory. But I'll say it now, but it's not really a theory. But uh, Dormammu defeats Wanda. I mean, Wanda defeats Dormammu, but then Dormammu like uses Wanda as a puppet. He has her in her in her, her control. Uh, so I I think that Mephisto. I mean. Uh, Dormammu is behind the scenes because he's like in the comic books from like the 60s and 70s and it just I think it just makes more sense because Rid never mind I'll, I'll say that for theories uh, and that commercial it made me feel uneasy like um, like when uh, that dude was choking um, yeah. Vision's boss like stop 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 it's like oh that's kind of awkward it's like I feel weird watching this and it's, it's the same with that commercial why is this boy, he's dying. Boys aren't supposed to die on TV. Right? That's like kind of creepy. Um, let's see. Oh, Zombie Quicksilver. That was pretty cool. I, I called it, kind of. I said <laughs> there's going to be more zombie people because Zombie Vision was so cool. And like, yeah, that was amazing. And yeah, I was kind of excited about that. And I bet you there's going to be at least one more zombie <laughs> like person in the future. And... Yeah, the okay, so the mannequin challenge at the end, so everybody's <laughs> like people at the edge of the dome, they're frozen. Why is Agnes not frozen? So that goes back to my theory, which I'll save later. Yeah. So you guys kind of reminded me, um, the, well, Nuno reminded me of uh, the whole, I, I'm not gonna lie, like I got emotional when, when, when Vision was saying help, and then when, as soon as he says help, he, I'm thinking he's, you know, like help me. But then he immediately is like, there's people that need help, you know, like go help them. As he's dying, like that's his last like dying word and stuff. That that's that's a true hero right there, you know. And Darcy as well, you know, Darcy's over there, help him, help him. Like they are making very evident who the true heroes are in this in this world in this setting right now. Everyone else is just, you know, as soon as things go bad, they run away. Hayward immediately booked it, you know, uh, but. But Vision saying help, and then we go to the scene where where Wanda just like stops everything and, and, and increases the dome size. Like all of that, I got pretty emotional. I was like, damn, you know, like, she is once again she's still hurting. She's in grief. She like she's not getting out of that phase. She she won't accept it. She's not even bargaining or anything. She is just denial, denial, denial. And and that got me. Um, and I did notice a reference that I was hoping maybe you guys would see it. And uh, I'm thinking 98% of viewers did not catch it. I think I'm maybe the only one who caught it. I think I'm that 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 great. Oh, well, you the only one researched it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh we got a DC Comics character, Clown Hunter, in that show. If you... I didn't see that. I'll be <laughs> no, yeah. so I'm just I'm fucking with you guys. But <laughs> it is it is. So if you go to 2251 where she sits down in the in the middle of the little the town square or whatever and she talks with pho if you look at the background there's someone wearing like a helmet and has a whole like fin thing like like clown hunter and i was like is that clown hunter you know obviously it's not it's dc comics but but check it out and also like it, it just a great great scene to go back to with the whole pho like once again my, my wife uh gasped when she saw zombie pho but that does lead us into part two which is possible theories and where we think this is going and 
I don't really have much other than the whole the nightmare thing, which I hope that you guys can explain a lot more into detail because I cannot. Thank so, you, Carlos. And uh, so, well, like, but before that, let me one thing that I know. This is my crazy, crazy theory that it's never gonna happen. But if it does happen, you heard it here first. Jimmy Wu is a bad guy. I'm calling it. He's he's oh, bad. No, he's, no. <laughs> Jimmy Wu. Oh, why is he trying so hard? Why is he trying so hard to get into this town? No. no. <laughs> you heard it here first. But no, who's Nightmare? What what's going on with Nightmare? So um, I'm not I'm not super versed in Nightmare, but just from what I've uh, uh, read and from the storylines that he's popped out from, um, he's actually the ruler of a dimension called uh, Dream World. And uh, honestly, I haven't read anything about uh, him, about the, the theories online. Um, but now that, that, you re- that, that you brought it up, immediately I thought, you know what? It could be him because his whole thing is that he feeds off of the psychic energy of people in their uh, um, unconsciousness. So like when you're sleeping, you know, dream world, all, all of that stuff. Um, and I think that maybe what's happening with all of the people that are stuck inside of uh, the dome, in a way, they are kind of in a nightmare. They are kind of in a dream state. Yeah. So it could be, it, it could be that, you know, he somehow crosses over into our uh, universe or he's feeding off of their energy in a dream world because they are stuck in that kind of, you know, so unconscious he, state. he becomes more using powerful. Wanda as like an amplifier. And using Wanda as an amplifier. Exactly. Okay. Sorry, what? I was, I was just asking, so he, he becomes more powerful as he takes this psychic energy, so maybe he's trying to get into yeah. our world? Exactly. And that also made me think, you know what, he could be using... Um, uh, um, Agnes, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, uh, Agnes as a conduit, and that's why, in, in terms of communicating and interacting with, you know, the uh, the, the people in uh, Westview and and Wanda, which is why she is more aware of what's happening, and kind of like you mentioned, Manny, you know, like pushing buttons, you know, yeah, um, making you know Wanda kind of, uh, you know, relive or be uneasy around her because of the questions that, that she's asking, which only leads Wanda to exert more of a control over, you know, the reality and the people that are there. And, and, and Pietro's doing the same thing. He's over there, like, reminding her about the dead husband, the dead brother, and everything, like, just constantly pushing buttons. Yes, exactly. And, and, that, and as I was thinking about it, I don't know, he could have also have something to do with the recast of you know, uh, Pietro, because again, Wanda was extremely surprised that he showed up at the door. And I don't think that, I don't think that it's just a coincidence that, you know, we just happened to see Evan Peters uh, being recast as, you know, Quicksilver. He does have that conversation with Wanda that he remembers, you know, being shot. He's clearly aware of you know, what happened in the past. And we even get specific uh, um, Avengers, you know, film showing uh, uh, past uh, actors. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Aaron Tyler Jason. as um, Quicksilver. And that's why, you know, I think that there's more to it. And it would, it would honestly be a disservice, I think, from Marvel's part to 
out of all the people and out of all the actors that that they could have chosen to choose Evan Peters, you know, to be the recast, there's no way. With how Marvel is doing everything right now, how 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 much fan service they're giving us, how they're just being you know direct about the costumes and the powers, I just don't see them pulling this kind of I don't know I guess pop out or like a cheap you know kind of uh, casting. So I think that there's more to it there, and it's gonna have something to do with a break in reality, and Nightmare could be part of that. You know, m- maybe Nightmare, Dormammu, and Mephisto could all be teaming up together because of the fact that Doctor Strange and this movie is going to tie into that has to do with alternate dimensions. They're all from they're all draw from different parts of yeah. They're draw from different dimensions. They're all you know uh uh reality you know uh crossover type of uh entities. I don't know. Maybe 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 it it, it is nightmare and it has uh, to do with it. But anyways, that that's just a quick rundown on why it it could be nightmare. Um, and that's just a little bit of you know uh, background on him. Basically, he's just a dude from the the dream world dimension feeds off of people's uh, psychic energy. And the particular realm that he's from, I think that you pronounce it uh, every every night. I think everything. I don't know, but that's basically his like you know home world. So yeah. Quick rundown. Do, do you have any? Uh, oh, actually, yeah, Matt. Do you, what? What are your theories, man? <laughs> there we go. Matt's corner. Right? No, no, no. Oh, and you know what? I actually, I, I just noticed something from uh, uh, Tron Dreamer, and this is something that I, I, I thought about too, but I forgot bringing up. Is that Wanda does mention that she doesn't, you know, really know or how she started controlling the uh, townspeople, and she does mention that, and that's big. The fact that multiple times in the last like two or three episodes, yeah, multiple times she doesn't remember how it started, but she knows that she's in control to a certain degree, and I think that's a really, really uh, important point. That, uh, but in the comics, she's lost control of her powers before, so yeah, um, yeah, for well, sure, that's double standards, all right, because let's let's just put it this way why, why, right, double standards when Agnes. Say you know, he parks a car and he's like, oh, I don't know what it, everyone's like, oh, no, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's playing everyone. She's been in it. But then when Wanda says she can't remember, everyone's like, oh, no, she doesn't know. She doesn't remember. Hey, back off What's of Wanda. Difference? Back off. What's right. the difference? <laughs> That's my question. What's the difference? Wanda is the villain. Wanda, Wanda is greedy. Wanda is the villain. That's right? the, that's the difference. was parked out there. Right, because she's working with Haywood because they're trying to push Vision out of the thing so that they can get him and they can build Ultron using Vision. That's what they're trying to do. do That's my whole, whole theory. Stuff? Now, whether Haywood's Mephisto and he's yes. trying to create Ultron to hear. work with him, I don't know. I just think Marvel's just doing all these things and they're trying to throw everyone off. Are you sure? But I still am sticking to the guns that Wanda's going to be a villain. I just... I I could be wrong. I will be probably wrong, but sticking to that, I reckon Ultron's going to be somehow involved. Ultron's getting made or something. But um, the bubble, this bubble that expanded and Darcy got sucked in and all that, this is how they're introducing the X-Men. I, I straight away, as soon as it happened, I don't know if I messaged the group or because I messaged, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I messaged the group and said, hey, what's, is there a character by the name Darcy in X-Men? Because I don't know my, my X-Men or anything, but 
I just think this bubble is going to be their way of introducing in the mutants. Um, well, no, no, I was discussing could be the kids or that the, that are there could be the new mutants, whatever. I don't know, but I think this bubble is creating the mutants. This is how they're going to bring them in, how they got their powers or whatnot. But yeah, I'm even going to throw another theory out there that Haywood will have something to do with a sword. Well, um, I'll, I'll be wrong, but I'm just throwing it out there like Manny's clown hunter thing on. But I'll tell you, I reckon uh, Wolverine. I reckon they're making Wolverine as well. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be their way of they're making Wolverine or something. I'm just throwing out all these crazy theories because hopefully one of them latches on and, and I'm actually right. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't. I, I think Agnes. I don't think Agnes was playing to be honest. I, I reckon she was was serious, that she didn't know where she was. I think she could also be a, a, a goodie. I, I don't know. All I know is Marvel's just freaking throwing everything at the wall and just causing all these freaking mix-ups. But I do think we'll see Ultron. I don't know about Mephisto, and I think the X-Men will, will be created by this bubble. And if I get not one right, I will have it. A dare from each one of you boys. I'll do it live on the stream, as long as it's not getting locked up or killed. I'll do a dare reach and I'll, I'm a man of my word. So, no, no. <laughs> Carlos, yeah. so I want to jump in real quick with uh, uh, my theories. Um, and the biggest theory that, that, that I have revolves around uh, Monica and her powers. And I, I agree with the fact that I agree with the fact that the dome is gonna have something to do with potentially introducing the X Men, but this is why. So we know that her, you know, blood work is, uh, um, that, that her uh, blood is changing because of the, you know, blood work and the tests that uh, Hayward was running and, and that she's changing when she was uh, introduced, you know, to the uh, cosmic uh, um, radiation. I think the twist is gonna be that it was the cosmic radiation that ended up activating her dormant X gene. And that in this universe, she's actually- Is she a, is she a mutant in the comics? No, no right? No. no, they weren't allowed to call her a mutant. That was the deal that they made with uh, Fox at the time that they weren't allowed to use the word mutant. No, I mean in the, I mean in the comics for yeah. Monica. Yeah, in, in the comics, she is, she's not a mutant. But I think that potentially in this universe, she's going to be introduced as a mutant and that this X gene has been, you know, like, again, present and that her being exposed to this uh, uh, traumatic event activated that X gene. Because in the comics, a lot of the times, uh, the reason why the X gene gets activated is because of a situation in which a person is stressed, right? Um, It it, it typically came when you uh, uh, became like, a teenager and you were under you know immense stress or uh you know you were triggered by by some kind of uh traumatic event and i think that this is what's going to activate her x gene and the dome specifically now that wanda is you know making it bigger when she ends up just losing absolute control and her powers end up you know basically Affecting the entire world, I think that's what's going to activate the egg. It's the- going to blow up. The bubble's going to blow up, and it's going to just go around the world real quick. Back, exactly. and that's going to activate. It. And that's going to activate the X genes. Maybe my theory is way too out there. It's too, it's too crazy. 
But right. I, I can I can siphon it down. But really quick, what I find extremely, extremely, you know, uh, uh, j- just weird is that Monica is the only one whose blood is being affected by being exposed to that kind of radiation. No, there's no way. Now that Darcy and all of the other, you know, uh, um, agents have been absorbed into the dome and all the people that are in there, like Norm and all of that, I don't see all of them getting powers and you have to explain that away somehow. There has to be something that's particular about uh, Monica and why her, her being exposed to this kind of energy is going to turn her into, into, I mean, photon, right? That's what we're all expecting. But just the fact that her blood work is being, that, that, so, that her blood is being altered, there's something specific about her. Real quick. And, and it'd be amazing if it ends up being that she has the X team that's dormant. Well, it's so real quick before before you go, Nick, on your point, Carlos, with that, like what is so special about Monica? Yeah. I'm thinking she's been exposed around Carol Danvers, who has a bunch of cosmic radiation around her. Oh, and she just shows oh, up. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I'm thinking it was just dormant there. And then this whole thing kind of activated, like you said. I don't want it to be the X gene. That's the, the main thing is I don't want it to be the X gene yeah, for right, her. Right. For her. But so go ahead, Nick. Wrench. That was a big wrench into my theory. Go for so, it, Nick. I have a double theory, uh, theory. but my theory about this is I think that both things you're saying are happening at the same time. So, (laughs) because um, Monica is the only person to have passed in and out multiple times besides Vision and Wanda, I think that her exposure to all the, you know, the cosmic energies she's dealt with have already altered her. Because it said it's altering her multiple times. So she's been altered having to deal with with, uh, Captain Marvel. Altered through going in the first time. Altered the second time going out. So I think all that cosmic radiation is going to change her molecularly as she becomes Photon or Miss Marvel. Let's say Miss Marvel. I think that would be a cooler idea to make her Miss Marvel. But I also think that the dome expanding is going to either activate eventually the X gene that already exists in the population, or it's going to implant the mm-hmm. X gene in mm-hmm. all these adults oh, and that's... children. Yep. So the children, the X gene will start activating as they grow up after this is over, mm-hmm. but the adults will now have the X gene that they won't get powers. So Norm won't have powers. You know, their Darcy won't get powers. But they will now have the possibility of spreading it when they reproduce, allowing their children to become mutants. I agree. And then the people that already have this X gene, maybe it activates in them as adults. So you'll get a couple people that get powers, but mostly it will just allow it to now say, well, the X gene's a thing now. We know the X gene's a thing because the dome will now expand the entire world. It's going to go over, or at least the entire country. That's pretty now, good. We definitely needed to activate an adult just to explain, like, Wolverine, Professor yeah, X, yeah. all the, all the we adults. Could, we could say that the X gene already existed. Because Wolverine is also Weapon X. So, don't they put the liquid in him? It's not really. Yeah, but he was a mutant he, before. Bro, no, he, he has a mutant healing factor. Yeah. Uh, don't read X Men. Thanks for the follow, His Tron Dreamer, His ability by the way. is actually just being able to not die. Yeah. 
and they put the skeleton in. They bond the uh, adamantium too. But he also has he also has the bone claws. Oh, dude! So we 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 have a comment from yeah. uh, uh Pablo ninety nine that WandaVision explanation mojo. Are you talking about the, from X Men, like the whole TV thing? Mojo. Huh. Well, that's I, not a I normal like that. thing. I don't like that. You, you, you think of the new X Men, but yeah. Mojo verse is a thing. Oh, okay. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's right. And you know what, man? Now, 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 thinking about it, dude, the fact that we have this whole like you know TV show kind of thing. Because he watches a lot of TVs yeah, in his laboratory and watches like, the screens. That's, that's right. That's, that's, really that's good. kind of one of the things with the mojo. That's not bad. I like all peeled open and stuff. I, just, I just really uh, dislike mojo uh, to begin with, so uh, I didn't want to think about that. Problem 99, is that, is that what you're uh, referring to? Because so, that could introduce mutants as well, man. So I have one, one thing that I was saying who I think Agnes is. Okay? okay. I personally think. I, my theory is that mutants already exist in the world, but not in huge numbers. And Professor X and Magneto has been able to dis- hidden the main characters that we know, but the X gene isn't as widespread as it gets in the early 2000s of comics. In the right. 90s, it wasn't as widespread, but in the right. 2000s, you had the X Academy and everything, and there's mutants everywhere. This is going to explain all those kids, and we might be able to get like an X Academy show. But what I think is, I think Agnes. Is mystique. Oh no. Oh no. Fuck. Go away. Don't say that. Dave's wet throwing more things on the wall than mom. You feel me? You might as well say Pietro was Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, he hasn't been wrong many times, Nick. He yeah, Nick, something, Nick has I've been, been right wrong. a lot. Like, yeah, there's been a true. lot of things I said that I'm either like kind of on the cusp or I get it. So, my theory here is because you have Pietro shows up. Okay, Pietro showed up. That's it. I see. Have you seen Pietro and 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 Pietro and what's the name in the same room together? Agnes? But Mystique can't Agnes? can't no, copy powers though. No, yes, you did. Big mistake. You can be fine both. No. Yeah, but she couldn't be with. She couldn't be with Vision and with Wanda at the same time. Sure. But I think. I think this thing is because she knows what's going on. Like Mystique is like a character that can disguise herself, so like her power might be you know messing with the ability, allowing her to like see what's going on and actually play a part of it. You know, being that she's like a good friend of Magneto, like maybe she went there to spy on uh, Wanda because shit was going down. I want like, you to be wrong for, for Magneto <laughs> and kind of got you know. That, that's that's my theory. It's uh, it sounded really cool in my head, but I really think that if it's not Mac, if it's not Mephisto, which I don't think anymore, she's Mephisto. I think she's a big player, and I think if it's, we're playing in the the X Men territory, that's where we want as a team. We want it to be X Men coming out. So I think we it's want a, to lead in X Men. I think sure. that's a really really good. I theory. think we start adding in the X gene with the dome, uh, bringing. You know, Photon, after all the radiation, allowing her to get her cosmic powers, um, you know, and being that Rogue has a lot of ties to Miss Marvel or yes, Carol Den- Denver's, and that the biggest character that's tied to uh, Rogue 
is mystique because that's her adopted mother, I think this brings in the possibility to have all those characters fluctuate together the way it is. Because right now, a lot of things they're doing are very comic accurate. They do a lot of things, that, a lot of fan service. I think that she's got to be a big player. And the only big player I could see that ties in so close to uh, Quicksilver and Wanda is Mystique. If it's female-wise... I think, real quick before I, I pass it off to, or you, Nick, pass it off to uh, someone else. I think that out of WandaVision, and this may be super bold and super out there, but I think out of WandaVision, we're going to get three things. We're going to get uh, Photon or Miss Marvel, like you mentioned, Nick. I think we're going to get the X-Men somehow. Or at least mutants existing. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah, mutants existing or X-Men, mutants in some shape or form. Yeah. So, so Photon, mutants, and I still think that we're going to get the Fantastic Four. Either in the forms, either in the form of introducing Reed Richards, even if we don't see an actor, right? Even if we don't see an actor, but just like an end, an end credit scene, uh, and this was the other theory that I was going to say for later, but right now is the perfect time. I think that at the very end of the, the entire season, or who knows, maybe even next episode, but I think it's going to be at the end of the entire season. We haven't gotten a post-credit scene, uh, scene yet in any episode. We haven't gotten any of that. So I think that at the very end, we're going to get a, uh, a, a Captain Marvel type of, you know, uh, uh, um, End credit scene where you know uh when monica sent that text and she said i have a guy or like you know i have a a, a contact that's a uh uh an airspace engineer i think that we're gonna get uh an end credit scene where it's gonna pan out to like outer space and you're gonna see uh a shuttle or a space station or something and her text message is gonna pop up on, on the screen with a message saying hey like i I need your help or, you know, I, I need this, I need that, coming from Monica Rambeau. And, again, even if you don't get an actor, I think that there's going to be, like, a nameplate or there's going to be... Uh, yeah, a, she's already meeting that guy. She's meeting that contact at the... At the they leave. Yeah, but this could be, contact this on could the be like, a, like a prequel, like, flashback. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or what it could be is that is that for some reason, this person doesn't actually, you know, like, like, like show up. I don't know. But it could be both. That, it ends up it ends up being or again he's on his way or he never makes it but it's like a prequel that at that moment in time you see again a nameplate or a paper or something that says reed richards on it i think the more marvel mcu thing they could do because i i know how they act is that they're just going to show robbie the robot dude yes Yes. That, cause, you know, based on what they do all the time, how Feige works, like, I'm telling you, that seems more of his, if he wants to introduce them, he's not going to show them, he's not going to mention them, he's just going to show Robbie the robot. I am exactly. not, I'm not hand him. stretching, or a hand stretching. Yeah, but Robbie the robot would be like, you know how he shows Howie the duck and, and the dog, and exactly that that's his like thing. He likes to do like weird, obscure like side references. Exactly, that you only ref you only know right away unless you know it. 
Exactly. So that that's what I think is is something like that's gonna happen. Where again, even if you don't show the actors or or you don't you know show the arm stretching whatever, it could at least be the introduction to like the Fantastic Four where they're out on a mission, and how they get the cosmic radiation and all of that. That story will you know come later, but at least introducing the idea that the Fantastic Four are out there. And I agree with uh, Tron Dreamer. It has to be John Krasinski and it has to be Emily Blunt. I don't want anybody else. Agreed. 100% agreed. In my opinion. Agreed. I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want anybody else. There's other names that are, you know, being thrown out there. That's fine. But it has to be John Krasinski and it has to be Emily Blunt. So those are the three things that I want to finish off with, like my theories. Photon, Mutants, and the Fantastic Four. And, I agree. And I'm going to add one names. more before I'm done. Dude, go for it. Aim. Aim. Aim's Aim and the, the director is somehow like related to like Baron Zemo or something. Fuck fuck yeah, because we're gonna see Baron Zemo again, dude. That's true. And oh, what like Matt was saying before, we forgot about the Ultron thing. Oh he's they're bringing back Ultron. That's why I think it's Aim. I think oh, Aim yeah. is trying to bring back Ultron using Vision's body. Through through Project Cataract. Hi, Carlo. What you thinking, dog? You going in also? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So I think Agatha Harkness <laughs> yeah. be Agnes. Because uh, in the comic books, uh, in scripture, um, <laughs> Agatha gave Wanda her powers. So there's like a big tie-in. Agatha Harkness has to be involved somehow. Yeah. You heard it here. Carlo, she's the old lady in the comics, right? That right. Really, like the witch lady looking. Right. So I think and she's Batman, associated with the sneak. That old lady that gave her the fish, that's Agatha. And Agatha can like transform her appearance. She's an older lady. So Agnes, she's an older lady. And she also has a cat, but her name is Ebony. But I think if they named the cat Ebony, that's like too much of a giveaway. Like, oh, so Disney's trying to like give us like bits and pieces. Maybe that's why the cat's named differently, not Ebony. Um, so at the end of Doctor Strange, Dormammu is not defeated. He's still out there in space doing God stuff. Um, so <laughs> he, he, like, his deal was, I, I don't have time for, for your games, Doctor Strange. I'm just going to get out. So he's using Wanda to, like, get back in power, but he's still keeping his word. He's still not on Earth. So he needs like a vessel, he needs something to like say, here's Wanda, go mess stuff up and uh, get revenge. Uh, go kick Doctor Strange's ass, <laughs> which is in the movie coming up later that next year. Sense. So that's my theory and I have all this evidence. Uh, so let me present some more. <laughs> I have all this evidence. Uh, <laughs> present your case, present your case, present your case. Why, Wanda, Wanda on trial for murder. <laughs> yeah, like Dormammu, he's butthurt, he's mad at Doctor Strange. So he's gaining control of Wanda because she lost her brother, she lost her hubby. And when do you get people to do your bidding when they're down the dumps? So that so uh, Dormammu saw that like that meme with a black dude behind the tree. He's like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> now's my chance. Now's my chance to get Wanda under control. Um, so that's what I think is going on. And I think Ultron 2.0 is coming out. I don't know how. I haven't connected all the dots yet. But yeah. <laughs> Mamu and I just connected the dots for you, Mike. 
So what? I connected the dots for you. <laughs> no, but your mama is behind everything. Trust me. Everything. Is, that's a bold claim. That's a, that's a very bold claim. Let's just remember when I brought up Dormammu like three episodes ago, everyone told me no, I was being ridiculous. You never did that. You never brought him up. I did. <laughs> no, like, no. Oh, no, it's got to be Mephisto. It's got to be Mephisto because everybody wants to suck Mephisto. Hey, if like, it's... This is, Yes. If it's Dormammu, like, oh, it could be Dormammu, and everyone's like, "No, no, if, if he's not that powerful." If it turns out to be Dormammu, nobody give it to Nick. It's all Carlo. It's all- <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, vengeance, revenge. He's better. So I don't know. I don't think it's Mephisto. Everybody's on that Mephisto hype. He's Mephisto. He's Mephisto. No, nobody's Mephisto. It's freaking Dormammu. Well, look. Dormammu does deserve some justice, man, because I, I gotta be honest, he was the biggest disappointment to me yes. in the Doctor Strange movie. Like, come on, that's not Dormammu. Like, yeah. it gave me it gave me weird, uh, what was it, in Fantastic Four, like, Storm Galactus or whatever yeah. bullshit that was. They didn't learn to listen um, with that. Yeah. Um, all right, man. I reckon a lot of people want Zac Efron as a human torch. I actually wouldn't mind seeing him as a human Dude, torch. Neither. Honestly? I, oh yeah, I, I, I'll be all right. I'll be fine. I'll be no, fine. Don't shake your head. You know, we know you got high school musicals sitting in your freaking library there. He has better abs than me and everything. Like everything about him physically is advanced compared to me. And I don't like that. I don't, pre- I don't appreciate it. So forget that guy. All right. <laughs> Move on to the next guy. Nuno, what are, you, Nuno, what are your possible things? Yeah, what are your thoughts, Nuno? <laughs> I'll, I'll keep I'll keep it simple because uh, everyone's uh, everyone was uh, sharing all the info and it pretty much like sums up a bunch of like you know plot lines that that might be occurring. I just wanted to point out which I forgot to mention earlier. So basically, uh, Wanda Wanda has the grid or it's set up in a way where it's like a video game. When you're moving around the video game, the environment is interacting with you. So that's the easiest way of looking at it. She's inside there and it's like a video game. So that's why things aren't moving because in a video game, you don't see the stuff going on behind you because it's always moving with you. So that's the, that's what I wanted to mention earlier. I noticed that it's like definitely like a video game. And uh, that might tie into someone playing a game or I don't know, you know. And uh, also my theories, like besides everyone covering them, is uh why did the uh, why did the dome turn uh, blue to red there has to be a significance in that it's not because i'm friendly or i'm not she was never really friendly well what did it change red or blue like what you could just walk out when it was blue then everybody would have just left you know what i mean or the people that could leave because she wasn't she was just kind of doing her thing and then red is when she like really took over like I don't know. I, I, the, the way I see it and, is, and it's I, blue. And I was, uh, and I, and like I said, I think I mentioned it earlier. Like Tenet, man, they got the red, red and blue. So it's like one universe is red, the other universe is blue. So like they're happening simultaneously. So those colors were just popping in my head. As far as theories goes, I had the same ones as Matt X Men in the Dome. I was trying to like kind of eyeball the kids and figure out maybe maybe there's some hints there on costumes. Yeah, pixie. Bro. Yeah, I'm gonna actually rewatch it because you're doing the costume thing, bringing that up. Uh, I, I'm gonna rewatch and have a look. 
I, I forgot to say I loved Halloween Town and that everything looked Halloween Townish. Oh, to me. straight up, straight up. Yeah, I forgot to mention that they did. It's not anywhere. I didn't see anyone mention it anywhere in any articles, but it felt like Halloween Town. And uh, you know, now that Carlo introduced Dorama into the whole mix, uh, we got X Men introduced. I mean, and I was gonna tell Nick if it, Mystique, I don't mind. He touched her, wouldn't she have changed blue real quick because he like reverted her back or she can control that? Maybe, yeah, right? That is her mutant ability and she's like a really power, I don't know. But like, maybe, right, she, maybe. But her voice, like, when she he did that, like, her voice didn't really change, like, as Norms went from speaking a completely different way, now he's speaking a completely different way, and then changed. She's been speaking the same way, basically, like, no matter what time period they're in. And I just want to say this. I want to thank Disney because they got <laughs> one one thing, like, super, super, like, correct. Uh, at the end, when everyone got en- engulfed in the dome, they turned all the police officer or feds into clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. A circus. It's a circus. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They killed that. that, that you don't have to say nothing anymore. What I love, my theory is like just over. No, you just woke up the woke nation. Right now, the woke nation are gonna post that up and they're gonna get canceled, isn't he? When the dome was extending to your points, like the the cops turned into clowns, and I was like, oh, is this like the circus world now? But the Mm -hmm. dome keeps expanding, and the cars go back to like 50, 60 style cars. The helicopter is a little balloon. Yeah. Right. So it's not a circus world. She's going back into time and maybe she's like you know what you guys messed up my plan i'm gonna start all over but oh it please didn't go no back oh please no 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 so it didn't go black and white because then it will be like a dead giveaway it's gonna go back to the 50s and 60s i hope it doesn't but what other explanation can we gather from this new information She's rebooting it it's a reboot again <laughs> it could, that could just be the cir- it could be just a circus yeah, because it's Halloween celebration. The last three episodes is the first, like, first episode and first, second episode. Third and fourth are the last episode, and the season finale is what we just watched, all redone. We get the original PH role. We get the original PH role. She fixes yeah. all the glitches. You know what I mean? We get the original PH role. You get the black and white, like Carlos said, and then the guys are just trying to intercept her. That so would be I crazy. I like Carlo, but... Uh, this I'll pass it on. I like it. I like this. You can get over it. I like Adam I like the other one. I like the original one. I feel yeah. like he's a more fun character and yeah. kind of like. That's why he'll. He, that's why that he's like, a bit Quicksilver. He's more of a fun. Like Quicksilver. We're in the, like the '90s comics. Quicksilver just had problems and just was like a junkie basically, but not no drugs. But he looks like a geek, man. He literally had to move to the moon. He literally had to move to the moon. Because he just was too much of a problem. And he just doesn't look a like problem. a superhero to me. He doesn't look like a superhero to me. The other one looks like not. a hero. Quicksilver's a villain. Well, he's an anti He doesn't look like a villain either. He looks like a, a, a person that spends a lot of time in the library. I'm we, trying to if, say if it nicely. If you want to go that, that way and bring him, bring back the original Quicksilver. The original one looks more, more rough. They're going to put not. him on the moon. He's going to end up hanging what? out with the Inhumans. And that shit sucks. Because he literally ends up with Crystal in the fucking comics. 
Alright, so that's everybody's plots. Anybody else have any theories or anything possibly? I've just got one question. Can we ask Professor? I want to know everyone, and it's a quick, short answer, but in the next segment, final questions, I want to know who everyone thinks is this big cameo at the end. It's the big what? The big cameo, the big, oh, the big okay. person that's meant to appear in the show. Patrick Stewart. I still oh, sir, sir. I still, I still think that it's Professor Xavier. Sir Patrick Stewart. I'm close to you, but I got a better one. Sir. Save that, save that for the last. Come on, man. No, let's, no. let's get on to the next segment. No, this is this is part of it. Let it, <laughs> let it be. Nick, go ahead. Nick, on a question. Two, two people. It could be one. two people. One. <laughs> you gotta choose. Right. I don't have to. I want to name every single, McCoy. every single character in the world. Then it's gonna be Hank McCoy. Hank. Oh. Well, so wait, who? Which one? Like the guy from the '80s one, or uh, Kelsey Grammer? I, I don't. I'm just gonna say it's gonna be Beast. Well, because because Paul cause the the clue is Paul Bettany's been wanting to work with this guy in real yeah. life. So does he really want to work with Kelsey Grammer? He's a pretty. I only know him as Fraser, so like I don't really care to meet him. <laughs> it's like, it's not that big of a cameo. It's in my head. And then the other guy, he's just a new a new actor for this new generation. So I mean, Beast I, Beast would be cool, but actor wise, I don't think it ma- matches what Paul was saying. I still think. Maybe I said that to throw everyone off. That's true. I know. Uh, I still think it's Sir Patrick Stewart. Nuno. Me, I think it's Ultron. Yeah, but who? It just points. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> it's Hank Pym, bitch. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Hey, it, it, that would cool. be the Fantastic Four. Yeah, fantastic Four. So you think he wants to work Matt, with Tony Brzezinski? Hey, I reckon what's his name for Fantastic Four? Reed Richards. Yeah. Or my second thing is, is it's Forge. It's Forge. But who? I'm thinking. I think you got to look at the the clue that he gave us. Paul Benny said, you know, "This is an actor. This is the actor I've been wanting to act with." Yeah, then they can act. They could cast anyone. They can bring in a new character and cast uh, uh, any. I actor. think character wise, basically, I don't think it's going to. If they need someone who's a scientist, it could be Hank McCoy. If you want to X Men route, it could be Hank McCoy or Forge or Sage, or if you want to go the you know the Fantastic Four route, then obviously it could be that, or it could be Victor Von Doom. I'm gonna say Sir Ian McKellen. It's Magneto, Wanda, Pietro. That's all. That's all. Yeah, but there. he's not a scientist, so that wouldn't make sense. No, no, yeah, but, but he look, feels. It doesn't matter. He's gonna show up and be like, Wanda, open it up. I don't know Wait. how it's gonna connect, but I think I still think it'll be Magneto. I don't have any clue on how like it would, but it like would be that. cool if the, if the third sibling showed up, if Polaris showed up that and wrecked cool. shit. That would be bro. Like, yo, this is a family reunion. You're not even gonna talk about me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, you forgot about me. She's like, I don't have, I don't remember having a sister, and she and she says the same thing that Evan said. We remember oh, things. Fuck. Differently, because uh, she was so mean and stuff to them or something. That's a good one, Nick. Nick. So if you look at the MCU lineup, like the future and the Phase Four, you don't have any X Men movies coming up. So I don't think it's gonna be the Beast that you know of. That's because I haven't announced. They're not gonna announce any MCU lineup. It, it's planned. It's 
Yeah, so at the end at the end of WandaVision, when WandaVision finishes and they introduce the X-Gene, then guess what? You're going to get all these announcements for all these X-Men movies. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're not, they, they've got it slated in all the movies. They just haven't announced the X-Men. That's their big trump card, man. That's their, like, their yeah. card. I also would have bought him in that, everyone. He's the, the number only one reason fan. The number one fan is for the X-Men. And Fantastic Four. Oh, that just leads into the questions part, which I don't really have any questions except other than Hayward's line. I don't know if it was a throwaway question or, or not a question. I mean, yeah, it, it could have been just a throwaway line, but the fact that they like got the camera in his face and everything, when Vision was coming out of the dome, Hayward says, yeah, you really want to get out there, don't you? Like, you really want to leave there? Like, yeah, he wants to leave. Why, why do you think he doesn't? Like, what... It just—it was a weird thing to just throw out there, just to say you really want to get out of that dome, don't you? And then that was it. They didn't—they didn't go back to it. They didn't mention it. Hayward said, "Oh shit, the dome's getting bigger. Let's get out." Like that—that that was it. it and they just—I don't know. I feel like that might play into something in the future. Maybe it was just a throwaway line. That's—that's that's like a question that I have. Um, but other than that, I mean, I don't—I don't really, really have any questions. Yeah, either. I'm just looking for. My question, my question is how the hell are they going to answer all these goddamn questions they keep posing for us? <laughs> yeah, that, mate, I'm telling you, this last episode is going to need to deliver. It's going to need to deliver us. A lot of people are going to be disappointed. Well, if, if the theories are right and the rumors are right about the next couple episodes being longer, then hopefully like, it gives them more of a room to work. Um, I mean, hour-long just... episodes... Fuck man, we're basically gonna get an endgame type, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the setup for for phase four. I think this is just a lot of groundwork for phase yeah. four. You know, so we're not gonna get a lot of questions answered. I still I wanna put this out there. I still think we're gonna get some kind of young Avengers reference or build up because we already have the groundwork there. Now with Wicked and Speed and Kate Bishop. Yeah. You know, with with three of the components already there and Kid Loki kind of being teased miss marvel i i think she i think she could play a part of this iteration of you know being she could be their leader she could I be like the, the last the last tv the last tv show is when they'll form the young avengers the young if, avengers will be done and they'll be a tv show not a film you know what that kind of bring they can bring patriot in through through uh falcon and winter soldier they can use um miss marvel as you know um, Photon, Monica, to be like their mentor as like the older person that brings these kids together. We don't know what's going to happen in Phase 4. There, there needs to be some kind of big event and maybe that big event ends up with all the main Avengers not being able to do anything. So you need She-Hulk. You need, you know, Kate Bishop. You need all these people to come together and form like the B-Team Avengers. Like we've had in the past, when you get like New Avengers. In the New 90s, Avengers. you had the New yeah, Avengers. New optimism, but the Snyder. New Avengers. Back in the 2000, you had the Mighty Avengers and you had the New Avengers. Even the New Avengers. Luke Cage, Spider Man, Shang Chi. Everyone forgets about Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. That's gonna be. Shang Chi, my boy. Well, yeah, he's gonna be tight because you know what? They already fucked up Iron Fist. Shang Chi. Shang Chi is gonna be the Iron Fist version of the MCU. Of our ratings, of our ratings, guys. We ain't rate the episode yet, Manny. 
that's true. Oh, well, before you guys say all that, I was waiting for y'all to finish. Um, you guys mentioned Miss Marvel, um, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Um, you guys mentioned X-Men, which specifically in my head, Cyclops. Um, you guys mentioned, uh, I guess, um, Wiccan and Billy, or I'm sorry, Wiccan and Speed could kind of do something with this and Kate Bishop. I think New Avengers is obviously like the obvious route. But if they're gonna, if you're gonna use Miss Marvel, I think the better route. Avengers. No, my the better route would be Champions. Champions. Oh champions. yeah, champions. That would be. I would love that personally because I love the Champions storyline. They're great. They're amazing. But you would need Miles Morales and you would need Nova, the the kid. I forget his name. Well, well you uh, need to get Nova as in like because you have the Nova Corps exists in this in the MCU. Yeah. Nova Corps exists. Sam Alexander. So actually, a kid could get a hold of Nova Corp tech and become Nova. Yep. Miles Morales exists. Where the hell is Richard Ryder? Where is Richard Ryder? Yeah, but but many you're 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 specifically referring to uh, Sam Alexander, right? Sam Alexander, who is a kid who found the the helmet. So yeah. that oh, could... really? There's, I haven't wanted to change means There's a different. Yeah. I've seen the ripoff, Doctor the Doctor Doc the Fight ripoff. N- uh, Doctor Fate ripoff. It's a cosmic like <laughs> police officer, basically. That's a Green Lantern ripoff. Huh? There you go. Green Lantern. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that, that's that's another is the theory. Corpse. That is another. Oh. That is another theory. But that just leads us to the final part, which is part three. Ratings. I again. 10, 10, 10. This is amazing. Everything is a 10. It does not stop. Every time Damn, I man, watch it, it you're just... You're sounding like Carlo and Carlos and Nick. Car- Carlo and Carlo Jr., yeah? Carlo. Hey, I don't give high ratings. Look, if Carlo yeah, says good, something right... Like, I'm going to let it build up. It's a 9.8 out of 10. <laughs> I, said was, I said it was eight and a half. I'm joking, dog. Nah, if, if this is a 10, my dogs, my cats, they're a 10. My wife's a 10. <laughs> Everything's a 10, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what, what's your rating? Uh what did I do it last week? Eight, didn't I? Oh, no, I heard, I heard you say ten, but yeah, nah. Two. Eight, eight, eight and a half. I like to, uh, you know, give room to breathe. Because <laughs> once I hear Carlo not give it a ten, he's going to uh, give it to Bruno. Eight, eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I you know, you know, disappearing into his background. No, no. <laughs> the vision. He did the vision and just. Phew. We'll come back yeah, to New York. We'll come back to New York. Hello. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Also, I got I I got uh, a nine and a half. This one. I got nine and a half on this one. And just I'm wrong. And we go ahead with the eight point seven five. Nice. And Nuno Nuno's gone. Nuno's gone, but he he did text me. He messaged me. He said he gave it a ten. All right, so don't don't question me. He gave it a ten. All right. Oh, hey, what's up, Nuno? You ready to pee? Nuno, what's it? What's your rating? Uh, I'll have to keep it. I think I said last week it was like an eight, eight point five. That's not what you I texted know. me. You just texted me. You told me ten. You weren't supposed to no. say that. <laughs> I told you for the stream podcast, I'm dropping it low because everyone keeps giving it high ratings. So I'm going to be that one oddball. No, but I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking the eight is like eight point eight, eight point five is like very respectful. I think we all think agree. That's me. I'll pass it on to the next guy. That's it. You were the last one. You're the last oh, guy. Sorry, sorry about that. No, you're yeah. good. Like no final, final, yeah, final, final thoughts. Or though is what I'm learning about this show is that it has people playing fucking detective. Yeah. And and that to me is special. The fact that it keeps the audience and everyone you know that's interested in this show so engaged. And you know what? At this point. We're invested. Whether you're rating it in eight, eight and a half, or whether you're rating it a ten, at this point you're invested. You want to know what happens, and not because you just want to get through it, but because you care about what this is going to lead into. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's just a setup. It doesn't feel like a cheap way that Marvel is just, you know, putting the uh, laying down the foundation for the next phase. It feels like something really is happening with Wanda and that there's character development for everybody you know throughout uh, the, uh, the, uh, the series and I think it's just a testament to what Marvel is doing and the fact that phase four could potentially be just as special as all the phases before that and I'm just loving the show and again I I think that how invested people are is just a testament to how well this show ha- has has been produced yeah those are my final things before we end the show i'd just like to say because we're a day ahead of you guys in show happy valentine's day i've enjoyed spending oh. valentine's morning with you guys so i appreciate it likewise i'm still having that match that doesn't mean anything don't <laughs> butter up or sweeten up anything it's still going down <laughs> real, real quick, have you have you guys uh, have you guys played a cage match? Have you guys played Among Us at all? Any of y'all? Uh, I played. Nah, we should jump on that. We should jump on that. We should one, but the only reason I bring it up is when uh, when Jimmy just sucker punched that that uh, soldier, and Monica immediately jumped on the other guy, and like it was nice. And Darcy was like, "Oh, you nobody told me the plan." Honestly. I immediately thought of Among Us because, because like when the two imposters are around two crewmates and one imposter, you know, obviously you can't talk. So one kills one, you're hoping that your imposter buddy will kill the other one and then y'all run away or whatever, right? And I feel like that's what Jimmy Woo is like, all right, I'm going to punch this guy. I really hope somebody else punches because they didn't say anything. They didn't make a plan or anything. So he just punched and like, what if Monica would have been like, Jimmy, what are you doing? Why did you do that? <laughs> like, he would have got fucked up. <laughs> but I just I just brought it up because that's that's exactly what I, I felt like when I saw that scene. I was like, damn, he, he took a chance, and it worked out. Bro, Jimmy Woo forever. He deserves his own show more than anybody else. He's a bad guy. We need agents of Atlas show. Yes, with Jimmy Woo as the head. We need that. We need that. Jimmy Woo. Oh, I, I have a feeling that this isn't, re- like, uh, sword has been screwed over, and it's gonna have to dissolve. And he's gonna bring being able to bring back sword as through Agents of Atlas. Jimmy Woo, man, Jimmy Woo. As long as he show, as long as he shows theme song, is uh, Woo by Pop Smoke. All good. <laughs> Yo, shout out right. New York. <laughs> All right, on that note, Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo is the bad guy. That's the note we're gonna end on. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Woo is the fist. So, <laughs> it was a fist, though. 
Thank you guys for joining us. Again, if you're not following us, please give us a follow. Um, if you can't make it live, we are on YouTube. Go over there, give us a like, subscribe, get the notifications turned on. And if you don't like watching YouTube videos or anything like that, we are on podcast channels like Spotify, Apple, Google, and Anchor. So you can always listen to us on your own time. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's pretty much the whole move, the whole uh, show. Until next week. See you guys later. Thanks, guys. Happy Valentine's Day.